Hi. On today's episode of Me, You, and Who, we are speaking with Angela and Tristan. Tristan was 15 years old when Angela did her first journey, and Angela went on to grow two amazing families. On this episode, we're going to be talking to Tristan about the lasting impact that Angela's journey had with her and the bond that they share, not only as mother and daughter, but now as two amazing women who have gone on to grow families because Tristan is currently in her first journey as a surrogate. This was a really fun episode, and I am so looking forward to you guys listening to it. So please enjoy Angela and Tristan. Me, you, and who? Who knew it would take more than two people to have a baby? In a world where infertility is no longer a taboo topic, this podcast will take you through all the different aspects of surrogacy and egg donation through the lens of many who walk this journey in different ways. My name is Whitney Hall, and I am a two-time surrogate, now turned surrogacy coordinator for Egg Donor and Surrogate Solutions, the very agency I used when I chose to carry for two amazing families. With this podcast, it is our goal to help guide and support you as you learn about what it takes to grow a family in an alternative way, as well as hear inspiring and beautiful stories of how this path has changed lives forever. We can't wait for you to hear about just one more way happy families are created every day. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Yeah? Good. Oh my goodness. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to do this, especially like it's your day off and it's your vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Well, thank you. I, I so appreciate it. I have my little, all my little notes here, but um, how are you feeling? Good. Yeah? yeah okay. How many weeks are you now? On Friday will be 22. <gasps> yeah. Okay. So, so the big halfway point. Yeah. Here I go. I have... Um, I don't know. I'm pretty boring pregnant, so I don't have, like, you know. The only time I really show is after I've eaten. (laughs) That's when I feel like I'm like, oh, now you can finally see my belly. But other than that, it's just just there. Oh, my gosh. Well, I think boring is the preference of every coordinator. So, yeah. Absolutely. A boring pregnancy is a good pregnancy. Exactly. I think it's so funny. I feel like anytime I text any of my, um, you know, GCs or, or any client, I'm like, how's it going? They're like, it's fine. I wish I had more to tell you. And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm glad you don't. That's great. This is really great. Yeah, that's how it is with my I am. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't, you know. And I then to tell you. Yeah. It, and she's like, that's fine. You know, <laughs> no update's a good update. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. Have you had any cravings? Just Taco Bell, honestly. Yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah girl. That's it. But no. <laughs> like, maybe some banana shaved ice, but nothing too heavy. Nothing major. Yeah. I feel like every single one of my pregnancies, like Keepers and my GC, like my, my journeys, every single person had a specific, like, thing that I was craving. Oh, wow. It was pure madness. It was funny. At one point in my first trimester, I don't eat sauerkraut okay. at all. But I really wanted a Reuben, and that's all I wanted. <laughs> and I was like, this is so odd because I don't eat that. Um, I texted my IM, and I was like, do you guys eat this? And she's like, oh, yeah, I devour it. Like, can <gasps> eat it out of the can. And I was like, that is so odd. Oh, my but gosh. But went and got a Reuben and fulfilled my craving. And I was like. <laughs> and all is well that yeah. ends well. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. 
so much. Well, again, thank you guys for being here. I super appreciate it. Okay, Angela. You okay, so we're talking to mom and daughter, which is so sweet and so wonderful. When did you, Angela, first hear about surrogacy? Well, the thought was put in my head when I was 19, right after I had Tristan. Okay. Um, Robert's aunt had mentioned she had had her first, really wanted to have another baby, mm-hmm. and couldn't because of cardiology issues. Mm-hmm. And so she mm-hmm. said, you should carry a baby for me. And I was like, whatever, lady. <laughs> I had no idea. Because people Seriously, just come up and say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, never even thought about it for a long time. And then when my youngest was 12... One of my neighbors was a surrogate. And so I listened to her story and all the things, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I could do that. Oh, that's the coolest thing. Oh, wow, you have that kind of relationship? I was like, that's pretty neat. And so that's when I just kind of dug into it a little bit more and decided this is something we as a family could do. What kind of research – what year was that? That was – Logan was 12. Mm -hmm. So – 2011. Yeah. <laughs> like 1999 good minus one. <laughs> good, good job, daughter. Yeah. Okay, so 2011. So what kind of research did you do? Did, did you go down the Google rabbit hole that I tell everyone not to do? <laughs> I did not. So um, I just learned a whole bunch from my neighbor. Sure. Who had, she was starting her second journey. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she was using a different agency at that time. So okay. I did a lot of, you know, searching on their website. Yeah. And just kind of went through all of that and then of course, listen to them, and I joined their Facebook page and all of the things. So, And then I just started doing all the Facebook pages, trying to get as much as I could from that. Sure, sure, absolutely. What did you think, Tristan, when you your mom was like, hey, by the way, I'm going to do this? Like, what did that conversation even look like? Well, um, that would put me, 2011 would put me right at a sophomore in high school. Okay. So, um. I mean, it really wasn't like anything taboo for me. Yes. Just the biggest thing was, is this going to have any relationship towards me? Because Mm -hmm. if that's the case, then I think that would be weird. Um, You know, especially it's just just having that distance relationship and Mm -hmm. not being able to physically see something that is related to me. But then I find it funny. I'm like, you know, the route that she would go would be that there would be absolutely no relationship to her genetically. Mm-hmm. It would just be more of a, um, you know, extreme basing in the oven <laughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't really care. But at that time, too, you know, I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm trying to figure out my life. Sure. So I was like, whatever. You do what you need to do, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to continue to do what I want to do. And, and so that's really, you know, we yeah. all had just had a huge conversation and understood what it was going to look like and what it really meant. Got all of our questions answered, and then I think that was it. And that was just like, okay, yeah. you know. The the biggest thing was breaking it to my friends, and our house was the house that everybody came up to. Oh, sure. To. There was no no question about that, and so all the people coming over, they were like. Your mom's pregnant and you're a sophomore in high school. Why are you going to have another baby in the family? And I'm like, no, it's not ours. And then they would just get to ask me hundred questions. Oh, sure. Why are you doing this? And what what does this do for you? And um, so that was the biggest thing. But everybody was just so welcoming and thought it was the coolest thing Mm -hmm. that any they never heard of it. Yeah, like you know. 
That's pretty cool, but yeah. to each their own, yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. Well, yeah, so you're in high school. So, like, you yourself as a student, it sounds like your friends were really great. Did you have? Did you ever have any issues explaining it? Did you ever get tired explaining it? Like, was there any of that? No. Um, I think a lot of it was just I wanted people to understand. Sure. Because a lot of it was, oh, so your dad's letting your mom do stuff with the other men? Oh, for the love. Wait a second. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not how that works out. <laughs> and um, so it was just a, a lot of, listen, you know those petri dishes we play with in science class? Oh, sure. Like, that's sure. Literally, they go, they do their own mixing in their petri dishes, <laughs> and then get a little turkey baster and put it inside my mom and that's how that works. We're having like biology class. Yeah, that was the time. easiest yeah. way, the easiest way to explain it to sophomores. Sure, and, a bunch of 15 year olds. Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially a bunch of boys who are like, wait a second. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh, that is yeah. too funny. So that's how I would explain it. And I'm like, look, let me just dumb this down for you so that you understand that. We're making this basic yeah, as basic there is be. nothing, no questions asked after this conversation. Oh my gosh, I yeah. love it. I I love it. What were those conversations like for you, Angela, just as far as like, I mean, all these teenagers in your house and then you have, so you were 15, your youngest was 12, your middle was 13, uh, almost 14. 14. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was like a lot of the soccer girls and their boyfriends, they would all come over. Sure. And so they would all gather around the table and, you know, we would have ordered pizza or whatever. Yeah, and they're yeah. sitting there and they just have a million questions. <laughs> so I just open and honest, right? Yeah. I just went and answered all their questions and all the things. And I would get a lot of, um, well, do you think this is weird? Do you, you know, what are you going to do after, you know, things like that. Yeah. And tell us about the dad. Cause the first was I carried twins for a single dad. So they wanted to know about his story. Mm -hmm. Um, so just sharing and being open and honest and, you know, sharing what I could obviously. Right. Sure. So that parents also didn't kind of feel weird about the whole thing. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was good conversations. Yeah. And the girls were always super excited and wanting to know more. And then, of course, by the time they left, they're like, we're so sorry. We had so many questions. I'm like, it's okay. I'd rather you ask me than assume something that's not, you know, a fact. Sure. So, sure. Um, so they were good conversations. And I'm sure Tristan probably got bored. Like, okay, guys, come on. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was a topic of conversation. Like, you were like, um, excuse me. Yeah. Especially, like, she was not ugly growing up. So she was always a topic of conversation. Here she is. You know, I'm like, guys. <laughs> Eventually, I was like, why don't we just go play soccer? Yeah. <laughs> let's go, yeah, let's let's go play not, outside. You know, we don't have to stay inside and eat all day long. Oh, my gosh. That is too funny. So, I mean... It, it was obviously a huge just source of conversation, and it's a big part of your life. How did, did at any point in time, were you like, I'm interested in that? Or were you very much just like, oh, whatever, this is just what my mom's doing? Originally, I was like, you know, that's really cool, and I think it's a great thing to do for other people. Mm -hmm. But do I really want to? I mean, do I even want my own kid? Yeah. Am I more like married to the aspect of making money and enjoying my life and do I even really want to get married? Yeah. So I kind of went through those phases throughout college where I was, you know, happy playing my sports and hanging out with my friends and having Friday and Saturday nights to myself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it gets to that point where you're like, gosh, I'm a senior in college. I graduate. Like what comes next? Sure. In this realm of life. 
And um, I met my husband in college and we got married, ended up getting pregnant, you know, within three months of trying. And so the biggest thing was pregnancy was easy. I was like, oh, this is nice. I can do it. Yeah. Scheduled C-section. So I don't even know what, you know, a natural birth feels like. So I was like, this is easy. If I know mm-hmm. it's going to be a repeat C-section, I don't necessarily have to worry about what the future looks like. Um, but I know that the one thing was always said as far as, you know, making sure that you have to finish your family. Sure. Sure. So I think it was always there in the back of my mind. It was just a matter of how bad do I really want to do this? Yeah. And am I willing to give up my my body, my family, my time for nine months? And then some, especially those who choose to nurse for intended parents. Sure. Um, and so they were big decisions, but but at the same time, it was, you know, I've already done this twice. I've been pregnant the past three years. <laughs> so my, it's nothing different, you know, from my husband or four years almost. It's nothing different from my husband. He's just like, you're an easy pregnant woman. This is what you want to do. I'll support you. Yeah. But yeah. So I can't really say that it was not any, like absolutely not an option for me. Sure. Kind of see what life brings at that point. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and you had seen, so correct me for my Angela, you did three journeys total. Right. Well, I did five. You did five. Three yes. successful. Three so successful two journeys. Okay. Ended in miscarriage. Okay. Okay. And so, well, gosh, especially, yeah, I know those did not go well. And then you've have subsequently had some, you know, health problems from, from one of those journeys. Was that ever a deterrent for you, Tristan? No. Um, but I, I knew I wanted to go into healthcare. So okay. I, yeah. I knew what the body did. Uh, I understood but that it was a possibility. Mm-hmm. I have personally, thankfully, never experienced a miscarriage that I know of. And so um, I can't really speak to how I would take it. And I think one of the hardest things was, is baby going to stick? How am I going to feel after mm-hmm. if baby doesn't stick? And that was one thing that I didn't really worry about until after transfer. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is a lot of weight on on my shoulders. I can't imagine how my IPs feel. When they're like, <laughs> you know, sitting on the other side of the world waiting for, for a positive result. And so I don't think it really ever crossed my mind mm-hmm. until after transfer. And then I was like, gosh, you know, this is bigger than than what I could wrap my mind around and, and thinking about a miscarriage. And sure, sure. So even after seeing everything firsthand yeah. with your mom and, and, you know, all of that. Yeah. And I even, you know, firsthand got her text messages after yeah. hers happened. She's yeah. like, what do you think this is? And what do you think I need to do? And, you know. So, oh, sure, because you were a nurse at the, you're, you are a nurse now, but at that time you had already begun yeah, your nursing career. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I already knew what it could look like, mm-hmm. but you never really know how it's going to take a toll on you emotionally. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. What? Okay. So what was the conversation like for your family, like for your little boys? What's that been like? Well, my oldest is three. And my youngest <laughs> so is two. So it was two. not a 15-year-old. No. A bunch of 15-year-olds having pizza. No. And it's so funny because I've got two boys. And this baby is a girl. Uh-huh. And so my oldest will say, you know, why there's a baby in your belly. And I'm like, yeah, bud. And he's like, but I don't have a sister. 
Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, like it's not, it's not ours. Mm -hmm. So I don't really necessarily know if he grasps it completely. Sure. But I mean, he knows that baby is not coming home with us. Yeah. Very adamant and saying it's a girl, but it's not my sister. Uh huh. So um, it's been easy. I mean, I think too because I'm not showing so early. She's just kind of hiding. It's been a little bit easier. Yeah. But... You haven't gotten stuck in some interesting conversations. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. I don't know if I could do it if they were any older because. They you don't might... want 15-year-olds not wanting to play soccer in you your know. kitchen. And not, not having, not two boys at that, you know. <laughs> My brothers were so uninterested. They were just mm-hmm. like, cool, mom. Whatever. It is what it is. And they're friends. <laughs> yeah. But my kids are so involved. I mean, they're just every little thing my, my three-year-old has a question about. So yeah, there's no telling what, if he was even seven or eight, what that conversation would look like. <laughs> Mine got me in some pretty fun conversations. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, so there's no telling. I could even imagine what my two-year-old would say. That, that little man. <laughs> He's a different story. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Angela, what did you, how did you feel whenever Tristan was like, okay, mom, I'm going to do this? Well, I always had a feeling she was going to, just kind of watching and and observing how things went. And um, I had delivered my last Sorrow Babe when they were dating. So her husband was part of that too. Oh, cool. Uh, So he got to experience a little bit of that. Um, So I kind of knew it was coming. I just didn't know when. Yeah. And so she had called me one day and she goes, "Um, by the way, just so you know, I went ahead and applied to your agency. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. I went online and I was like, "Um, I'm not seeing your application here. And she's like, well, I just did it, you know. And so then she tells me, I'm like, okay, no, I don't think that's the right website. Oh, She's like, oh, no. Um, so then she went back on and did it. And so once she shared with me, I mean, I was pretty excited. It was yeah. Like, you know, here it is. The time is right. And um, she's going to go through with this. So, but I, I did ask several times, like, are you sure you're done with your own family? But they had said many times, like, we're done. We're done. Yeah. If we're going to have another baby, it's going to be through adoption. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's pretty exciting. And then, you know, just to kind of journey alongside her, I don't um, butt in or constantly ask. You know, mm-hmm. how are things going? I kind of wait for her to share just so that she can experience her own journey and yeah. not compare. Um, definitely want her to feel like it's her own, not like mom is just kind of watching it. <laughs> 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 you know? So when she shares things, they're like, what do you think of this? Or this is a conversation I had with my intended mom. I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Or, you know, so I don't ask a whole lot of questions. Maybe I should ask more, but... <laughs> No, I mean, <laughs> no, you're doing good, mom. Because <laughs> I mean, half the time, you know, I also have my coordinator who asks, and I'm like, "Great, things are fine." <laughs> you know? She's always like, "Haven't heard from you. Just want to make sure you're doing okay." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, things are things are great. I can't complain." Yeah. So I think if I had 100 people, you know, asking me, I'd be like, "Look, guys." I will share when there is something to share. I just don't have anything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that's great. That's really, really great. Has there? Are you? You're still in contact. I know you're still in contact with your intended parents. Did you ever have any sort of relationship with your mom's intended parent? So, gosh, it was so long ago. I don't remember too much. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, I I could 
Point him out in a picture sure. and tell you what he looks like. Sure. Could not for the life of me remember conversations that I had with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that he, his mom was very involved, still is very involved yeah. in everything. And I get to see the pictures of the kids when they're what, 10, 11? Yeah. So just from when they were like, I remember the picture of the Amber took of them in the baskets and it was like special delivery, <laughs> like two <laughs> twin boys. And then um, compared to what they look like now, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's just crazy. That was just 10 years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and so the second intended parents, great relationship. I actually got to kind of, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go the healthcare route mm-hmm. or maybe go the lawyer route. So I got to kind of trial and error and work for his law firm, which was really cool. Oh, that's cool. really cool. Yeah. And so I did that throughout college and lived with them for a semester. Yeah. Lived with them, got to kind of hang out with their daughters. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as I trained, at that point in time, I was transferring colleges mm-hmm. from Arkansas back to Texas. Mm-hmm. And so by the time we were back in Texas, I was able to just commute from my university to the, his law firm. Yeah. And then that was, that was good. But um, yeah. And then unfortunately I never got to meet the um, husband and wife who she miscarried for mm. her great things. Got to stalk <laughs> their Facebook pages, see all their photos. Um, got to see, you know, cute little updates of their own kids that they had already yeah. But no, I never got to meet them. Yeah. Was there anything that you saw or experienced or saw your mom experience that maybe was like swayed you as far as when you were looking at intended parent profiles and just thinking about your own journey? My biggest thing was I just did not want a, um, and none of her relationships were like that, but I did not want to be a business transaction. I wanted, you know, my thoughts and and to be able to, just because I have had babies before, I know how my body works. I wanted to be able to have a say in a little bit of stuff that, that goes on. Yeah. Um, and so I just didn't want to be a business transaction where we only talked, you know, anatomy scan delivery and then never got to hear from them again. Was That was the biggest thing for me. And then that we agreed on, you know, special things um, yeah. as far as what the agency asks for. But there's nothing that really deterred me other than than having that relationship and being able to talk to them about the journey mm-hmm. and there not being any animosity as far as the intended mother goes. I, I don't know what it would be like. I could not personally carry and I don't know how it is in her shoes. Yeah. And so um, being able to take a step back and say, you know, I don't understand what it's like to be you, but know that I'm trying and I'm doing this for you and I want you to experience this, but we have to, we have to do it together. We have to be a team, get to understand each other, know each other, get all those ins and outs worked out. And then I think that in the end, we'll have a great relationship. And sure enough, I mean, things are great. We don't don't talk every day, but when we do, it's a good conversation. Yeah. Then when we see each other, um, her husband and my husband get along great. They're both really nerdy. So they just sit there and they talk all their gadgets and tech and all that stuff. And so I'm like, you know what? 
This great works. You go on. (laughs) Yeah, her and I will go baby shopping, and we'll let you guys do what you need to do. There we go. It works out really well. Oh, my goodness. All right, Angela, cover your ears because I'm going to ask this question. At any point in time, did you – you were like, okay, look, my mom is basically like an expert. She's done this a thousand times. Now she's a coordinator. Did you ever think about doing your own – just independent journey? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I have heard way too much just from other people's experiences and then my mom's experiences. No. <laughs> that, that contract, like, my IM reads it to a T and I read it to a T. That is, you know, what we're going off of. Nobody wants to be run over in this situation. And... It's very, very, very important for me specifically just to make sure that we have all of our ducks in a row. Sure. Especially because there are a lot that go into, like, my my intended parents are first-time parents. Mm -hmm. They would have no idea how to go about obtaining birth rights when they live in a completely different state. Yeah. And so um, they, you know. There's just no way. There'd be way too many questions. Sure. (laughs) Sure. And then I wouldn't even know what to to ask, essentially. Way too many questions that I wouldn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Even with a resident expert. Yeah. (laughs) I would veto that. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I would put my foot down on. (laughs) You've got to be protected. I mean, even when it came time to looking at her contract, I did go through her contract. Yeah. And make sure that, you know, everything was there that I would agree to and or make sure that she's comfortable with, you know. Sure. This is what this says. This is what it means. And that was before she went through it with her attorney. I'm like, are you comfortable with this? Because if not, let's try to word it with some things that you would be comfortable so you can counteract with that. Um, so that was probably the only place where I really stepped in to say, <laughs> let me help you here. Yeah. I remember that's where my attorney was like, oh, my gosh, this is the most highlighted that I've ever seen a contract. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I have a friend. <laughs> yeah. Her name is Mom. <laughs> I was like, I just know what it's like also you know, you sign a disclosure in the medical field, and that's it. You give all rights away. Yeah, I, know. I cannot have that let that happen to me because if I sign something and I, I'm second guessing, and it's already signed. It would be, you know, take a month or two just to get it amended. And I was like, let's just do this right the first time. Yeah, for sure. And that way, neither party has any any concerns going forward. Well, and yeah, and like you said, that is one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people will have an agency so that you can have, you know, someone that is guiding you. Lucky for you, you have mom and coordinator, but for anybody, (laughs) you know, just your regular gestational carrier out there, it is great to have that second person that's kind of like, well, wait, why don't you ask this question or, you know, or that kind of thing. No, that's fantastic. What did Robert, your husband, dad, think about his sweet baby daughter doing this after seeing his wife go through everything and <laughs> I think he's pretty proud. Yeah. Um, you know, because he he's always been so proud of what we've done as a family, um, and just loves it. And it's one of the things that, you know, like his proudest moments that he talks about his wife, things like that. So yeah. um I think he's pretty excited to see her kind of step in and follow the same steps and do that for somebody else as well. Yeah. Um, we're just a giving family and help in any way that we can. And so um, just kind of neat to see. So. Yeah, for sure. Way He's neat to happy. see. Way of neat course, to see. he would prefer another grandchild. <laughs> we're just going to get that in there. We're just going to get that right in there. Yeah. <laughs> just want to let that be known. <laughs> what? Yeah.
what are you, Tristan, looking forward to the most about delivery day? And what are you looking forward to the most about her delivery day? Mom. For me personally, it's mom um, got, I am got approved to be in the C-section room. Oh, fantastic. So um, I don't, I'm hoping that I get to see her reaction. All she wants to be a mother and all she's ever wanted was a girl. Yeah. So uh, being able to to give her both of those, I'm just so excited. I really am, genuinely. I think that she's just going to, it's going to be one of those where I'm going to be like, can I see her just for five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her right back, I promise. I promise. <laughs> yeah. She's just not going to want to give her face. up rightfully. So, yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see how she reacts. And then, of course, you know, the IF is, he's just there. He's excited. But you would never know as much as she is. And so it'll be exciting to see how they all come together. Yeah. Um, as a family of three. And then they'll be there for a couple of days after delivery. So sure, sure. It'll be nice to see them kind of connect before they go home. And yeah. Get in their own routine. And it'll be nice. What does closure look like for your family? Like for your boys? Um. Well, I don't know if... I don't know if I really have even thought about them meeting yeah. her, honestly. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, we've talked to, to my intended parents about that just yet. Just yeah. kind of, because it's their first baby and kind of letting them roll the roll the way things go at yeah. your delivery. Absolutely. Um, and I just don't want to be the one who's like, well, wait a second. You know, even though I held her for nine months, I just really want to see her one time. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I want them to be comfortable and let them to be ready to They're say, gonna take hey, the on that. Yeah. You know, would you like to see her kind of thing? But um, I think I'd show the, the boys pictures before. Because mm -hmm. grow so handsy. <laughs> so fresh. My kids are gross. <laughs> They're both boys. So, you know, they'll play in the dirt and then go touch little baby. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't need all that. Yeah. So, I don't know if... um. If they'll end up meeting her before she goes back home, mm -hmm. hopefully it will be a time in the future where we together and yeah. see each other. And it seems like it could go down that road, so yeah, I think that would be really nice. That would be kind of bring it all together. I don't know if there'll be necessarily closure, just because we have built such a great relationship. That Absolutely, will, like, never really end per se. Oh, I love that. No, I really, really love that. Yeah. What about you, Mom? What are you looking forward to? Um, just to hear how our experience went and who cried first. You know, <laughs> who <laughs> cried first? That's who always cried? the question. Because um, I'm sure when she sees, like, you know Mom's going to cry. And, and the face is, that she's going to make is just going to be like, wow. Um, and so I think when Tristan sees that experience, she's yeah. probably going to just lose it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so just waiting to hear kind of how that unfolds and how it goes. And, yeah. and um, how the days after kind of look. Yeah. Um, so I think that'll be, you know, kind of a neat experience. And then, of course, if the boys get to meet her or see her, things like that would be kind of a cool experience, too. Yeah, so yeah. I will say, um, like, for our family with the twins, they actually came to our home, and we barbecued before they ever <gasps> went home. So oh, how fun. Our whole family was there, so everybody got to hold them and, you know, pass them around. Of course, we did pictures with them when they were two weeks old, things like that. Yeah. So um, everybody got to really kind of be involved. Mm -hmm. And it'll be interesting to see if that same thing kind of plays out for them or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Do you remember that barbecue, Tristan? I don't. No, <laughs> I don't. That's hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. No. I'm just like, wow, that's news to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's oh, too no. funny. <laughs> yeah. They were in town like three weeks yeah. yeah, I do remember them being there for a while because his mom stayed for a while, too. And they were even there for a good, a good time before the Whitburn. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do remember that, but having Andrew's barbecue, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Her countless nights up pumping. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> there you go. There you go. For every journey at, at that, you know. So I do remember that. Do you remember other the other delivery stories? Was there anything from your mom's where you were like, "That's something I want," or is this just to- This is your own. Yeah, I, I I think they all differ in a lot of aspects. Yes, yeah. um, you know, her first journey, he was across the world, and he was there as as much as he could be. And sure, so that was just different from a local journey, um, and. The, of course, the local journey was a sibling journey, and both of those differed, even though it was for the same the same couple. Um, and mine mine differs in a lot of ways, but in, in a lot of ways they're the same too. You know? So I don't know. It's it's it'll be exciting to see how all of it folds out. We're only halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I want to I want to get to that point, and then after baby, and then I think it'll kind of all connect, and I'll be able to see you know how things differ and what differs and what I would have changed and sure what I would say to the next person who carries for them as unfortunately I won't be able to but yeah 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 it'll be good to reflect yeah it'll be good to reflect yeah. so what would you I mean I maybe this is an unfair question because you haven't been able to reflect yet but at this point in time what would you say to any potential woman that's thinking about being a carrier I would say just do your research and make sure that you're all in. There are some aspects to this that I expected and some that I didn't. Um, and so make sure that that you're ready for whatever could really come. Yeah. You know, you you realize, oh, I have a travel restriction at some point, rightfully so, because of the laws that are made in every state. Sure. But you don't realize how fast that comes. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second, I can't, I can't go anywhere, and, and we've got to stay within this radius. But we really wanted to do something for this holiday, and mm, so <laughs> sure, sure. Like, oh gosh, yeah. Um, it affects all aspects of your life. Yeah, and then just making sure that you. You also find the right couple. Don't jump into it because someone chooses you and because you look at, at what's being presented on the screen. If you don't feel like it's the right couple, I would not make the choice. Mm-hmm. So that's just coming from me personally. Something feels off or, you know, it was great at first and then you get to contracts and you can't agree on something, especially if it's something that really means something to you. It's best to say let me take a break. Let me rethink this. Mm-hmm. Let me see what I can do. Because, I mean, you potentially got at least 18 to 24 months if you plan on nursing for these people to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, of course, the nine months that it takes to grow the baby. That's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when you have somebody else who's it's like, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> um, so, yeah, do your research. Be available. 
I had a very pressing job. <laughs> so there were days where I had to go. I was working at the hospital, and I needed labs drawn. And I had to go downstairs to our lab in the hospital to have these drawn because sure? I, you know, didn't have the ability to just leave work. Yeah, yeah. So um, to understand kind of what each cycle means, mm-hmm. you know, your cycle or Medicaid cycle, what you're really getting yourself into because it is it is a lot. Yeah. And uh, it takes the right person. Yeah. 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 For sure. What about you, Angela? Um. I mean, like she said, a lot of research. You have to do a lot of research. And just finding that couple that um, you get butterflies in your stomach, you know, mm. like you're dating for the first time and you're just like, oh, my gosh, something about these people are just pulling me in. Yeah. Um, those are the ones you really want to you really want to help, right? Because you're just like, oh, my gosh, whatever their story is or um, whatever it is that's, that's pulling on your heartstrings. So definitely just finding the right couple. Um I mean, I don't think there's anything that I really would have changed in any of my journeys. Mm-hmm. I'm still very close with my first intended parents and then the ones that I did the sibling journey for. I mean, second child is getting ready to have a birthday on the 18th. And so we're texting, you know, sending gifts already. Sure. Um, so just finding that right match and making sure it's what you want. Yeah. If you want a relationship, then you need to find somebody who also wants a relationship. Um, if, if that's what's important to you. Yeah. So, of course, the other things, making sure you know, your termination agreements, things like that. The agency's going to protect you there. They're going to make sure they match you with somebody who's like-minded. Um, hope You know, in most cases, that's what they'll do. Um, so it's just a matter of just finding the right match and mm-hmm. kind of going with the flow. And um, I know sometimes we as women have it set in our mind that we're going to do things our way, and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> you have to be very open-minded. Yeah. And yeah. so I think just being open-minded and also thinking about the other party. It's not just about us, mm-hmm. right? Um, we are kind of the center of attention. And, um, but I think just making that mindset of it's not all about you. <laughs> what are they going through? And just really understanding what is their side of the story. And yeah. what can we do to make this journey as equally good or better for them um, as what we're experiencing ourselves? Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. What? Okay. So I have two more questions. What has been your favorite thing about sharing this connection between you two, both getting to be obviously mom and and daughter, but now you're Sarah sisters. (laughs) (laughs) I think each of us just knowing the experience, right. And to say, Number one, that we did this. Yeah. Because um, there's not a whole lot of people that are, are surrogates in the first place that can, you know, be approved to be a surrogate. And so just to be able to be approved to be a surrogate and then to think um, we've both been able to have our own journeys mm-hmm. and experience similar but different things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a cool experience to kind of watch it unfold in her because while you're going through it, you don't see it kind of the same way, right? Sure. You you see it differently, um, and so to watch her kind of go through it, it's a cool experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about you? I would have to say just having – there's no bigger advocate than your mom. And then, <laughs> and then on top of that, just all of the information that she knows and, and that, you know, she has gone through personally, it's easy to shoot a text message and say – is this normal? Sure. What What do I need to be looking out for? Um, and while, you know, 
I have a coordinator who is great and can answer all those questions. There's no doubt about that. There's just something about your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when it comes to personal questions, you're like, (laughs) you know, um, is is this how how other pregnancies went? Because I showed very early with both of mine, and sure, you know, I'm already halfway through, and I'm like, mom, I just I don't know if she's where growing. is she? <laughs> and then we go to the to the anatomy scan, and she's you know two weeks early. Act is what she's measuring to be, mm. and so I'm like, oh, she's just hiding. No worries, <laughs> we're good there. But um, having having her know kind of what to expect and what questions are going to be answered and how she would handle the situation is just yeah it's nice to kind of have a bigger advocate on your side and and say well this is how I did it but I'm going to give you my advice you either take it or you leave it kind of thing rather than sure. if you don't do this and this is what's going to happen sure yeah <laughs> a great has, resource yeah it's it's nice probably one of the best things and I think, you know, she doesn't come to me for a whole lot of advice on any of this. Um, one thing was just about the hospital tour, like, this sure. is what we've learned. Uh-huh. You know, I've had all these conversations, and then we go, and this is what we experience. And I'm like, hang on. coordinator's <laughs> actually going to take care of this for you. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do a like, thing. <laughs> you're working too hard. Um, but I was like, let me just calm your mind, and let me just tell you a few things, and then you can share those with your intended mom. And then that sure. way you can feel a little bit more comfortable. Because I knew right then she was like, oh, my gosh, this is not what they told us. This is crazy. I can't do this. And I'm like, hang on. Hang on. Um, your coordinator will get it all under control. Just yeah. You're way ahead of schedule. You're not supposed to be doing that yet. <laughs> so being able to kind of guide her in some of those things that, you know, like, hang on. Sure. We'll get there. Sure. Um, but she really hasn't had a lot of questions either. You know, there are some of those awkward things like, hey, should this be happening or whatever? Sure. Um, but really, she's done a tremendous job in this journey. Oh, I have no doubt. I have no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> it's been easy, to say the least. <laughs> oh, well, I know. You keep saying boring, so that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Did you ever have a concern about when she first said that she was going to do this? Well, she already did it. You were like, oh, well, I can't even talk to you about this. You've already just gone and applied. Right. Were you ever concerned about, oh, gosh, I know these things as a, as a previous surrogate, I know these things as a coordinator, and this is my daughter. Were you ever concerned about those hats blending? No, not really. And, you know, even in the application phase that she's going through the whole process, I didn't get involved. Yeah. I was like, look, when you're handed some profiles, if you'd like me to review those, let me know. And I think she told me the names, and I looked at them, and I was like, okay, yeah, they're nice, and they're nice, and they're not, they all look pretty easy. Yeah. Um, but I didn't sway her one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was just like, whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with, just yeah. making sure that she had the full decision on this. Yeah. Didn't want to persuade her one way or another, um, and definitely didn't want to make her feel like she had to do what I did. Sure. You know? Sure. So, um, no concerns. I mean, she's kind of taken this journey and, and done most of it by herself. So Yeah. Well, you both are so independent, so. Yeah. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> Pros and cons there, but. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, so final question, which poor Angela, she sees me all the time in my meetings. Anybody who knows me, they know that um, I always have my cup of coffee and I've shaken things up today and I'm actually drinking water. <laughs> but what filled your cup this morning? It can be silly, figuratively, literally. What filled your cup this morning? Honestly, just being able to get out of the state of Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, I cannot wait to get back to Texas. <laughs> She's a Texas girl through and yeah, through. <laughs> we landed, and my husband and I stepped out of the car, and he goes, oh, nothing like some Texas leather to bring us home. Like, oh, yeah. It's so different. <laughs> he said, well, at least it's not hot and muggy. He said, yeah, we will definitely not be coming here in August. <laughs> Good thing we can't, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that had to be it. I was ready, ready to get back home. Ready to come home for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's a short while, at least. Please, I get to Texas time. Absolutely. Absolutely. My uh, my brother-in-law, he went to school in Louisiana, and he said that every time he crossed the border, he just breathed a nice big sigh and then went straight to Waterburger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That, we get that every time we come back between Oklahoma and Texas. There you go. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to talk about dinner? Waterburger? Yeah. Or Brahms. Brahms oh, is another thing go. we don't have. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Angela? Just knowing that my children were coming and my grandchildren were coming and, you know, being able to take the time off and actually spend quality time with the kids. So um, with Tristan and her husband and the boys here and then tomorrow our son and his girlfriend will be here. So just having that quality time and getting to connect um, and just play. Just be, be grandparents and parents, you know. Oh, we love that. We love oh, that. Yeah. No, that's so fantastic. Well, again, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out of playing to come <laughs> and, and chat with me and share your story. And so um, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Thanks and for good luck. Us. I appreciate it. <laughs> When's your due date? Well, um, I know C-section. Yeah. But. Uh, so actually, we'll schedule my C-section in just about a week, which <gasps> okay. is nice for my intended parents. Yeah. Yes. Um, but due date is August 15th. Okay. So. Okay. I was a C-section mama too. So I know. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice to be like, okay, and we can, you know, yeah. do this day. <laughs> it was so funny. I was talking to, for my first journey, we, we were scheduled and then I got something in the mail and, um, I called my IM and I was like, so I just got an email and the day that we were supposed to do the C-section is my daughter's kindergarten graduation. Can we scoot it one day? Oh, and she was no. like, oh yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. and, I was, and she and I were both just like, this is crazy that we're picking the birthday. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Ours is, you know, but thankfully we don't have any birthdays in August. There it's you go. It's going to be a matter of when school starts. There, yes. <laughs> no, that's but, perfect. Um, that's perfect. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, I've never made it past 38 weeks. So hopefully okay. that's the case and it'll be a late July baby. There you uh, go. Be nice. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be <laughs> Get fun. out of the mid, you know, the hottest of the summertime. Oh my gosh. Yes, for so, sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, good luck sending all the, the good easy labor vibes thanks. or easy delivery vibes, I should say. <laughs> and um, thanks again. And um, I'll see you, Angela, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> You have just finished listening to an episode of Me, You, and Who. To find out more about egg donor and surrogate solutions, go to www.createahappyfamily.com.